Hey, have you ever seen a boxing match where the two fighters are just going at it and they're just uh, throwing punches and they're taking blows? Um, but one thing that you see in a boxing match is uh, both parties are actively uh, contending, actively fighting uh, to win uh, the battle, to win that particular match. Um, they're both suffering blows, but they seem to keep coming back, even though it looks like they're going to be down and out, but they keep coming back in the boxing match. You know, when I think of this passage of scripture um, by Jude, I, I kind of see uh, that boxing match going on when Jude tells us to contend for the faith once for all delivered or once for all entrusted uh, to the saints. Um, let's take a look at this um, amazing passage and see what Jude uh, says to us by the Spirit of God. Jude chapter 1 verses 1 through 10. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James, to those who have been called, who are loved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ. Mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people. For certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ our only Sovereign and Lord. Though you already know all this, I want to remind you that the Lord at one time delivered His people out of Egypt, but later destroyed those who did not believe. And the angels who did not keep their positions of authority, but abandoned their proper dwelling, these he has kept in darkness, bound with everlasting chains for judgment on the great day. In a similar way, Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding towns gave themselves up to sexual immorality and perversion. They serve as an example of those who suffer the punishment of eternal fire. In the very same way, on the strength of their dreams, these ungodly people pollute their own bodies, reject authority, and heap abuse on celestial beings. But even the archangel Michael, when he was disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, did not himself dare to condemn him for slander, but said, The Lord rebuke you. Yet these people slander whatever they do not understand, and the very things they do understand by instinct, as irrational animals do, will destroy them. Welcome back to Living Life. You know, when we, uh, when we get into this passage, we're first introduced to Jude. Jude's a very small, very short book, but we, we, we get something and we learn something about Jude right away. 
Uh, when Jude introduces himself, he says that he is a servant, uh, kind of a, uh, would translate more out to be a bond servant or a slave uh, of Jesus Christ. Uh, the interesting thing uh, with him saying that is Jude was actually the half-brother of Jesus. Uh, but in this passage, Jude uh, doesn't dare even talk about or flaunt his relationship, his earthly relationship with Jesus, but says he's a servant of Jesus Christ, a servant of the Son of God. He recognizes his divinity and he recognizes his place, uh, even though uh, and Jude is uh, actually the younger brother of uh, Jesus in uh, James. Uh, interesting the way he starts off, but it tells us something about his mindset uh, when we get into the passage. Uh, as we as we look into the the passage as well, he he offers and he and he puts a call, saying out to the called and those who are loved in in God and those who are kept for Jesus Christ. He says, "Mercy, peace, and love abound." Uh, to you all. So he, he's actually blessing those who are called by God, called for a particular sort, called uh, unto, into relationship with him. He's blessing them when he starts out. And then he says, I, I, would, call, I would talk to you about salvation and, uh, that is common, the salvation we share as brothers and sisters. But then he says, he says, I can't do it. I feel compelled to talk about these false teachers who has slipped into the church. So Jude is continuing this theme. Not only does he say they slipped into the church, but he says they perverted the grace of our God and made it a license for immorality. Essentially what Jude is saying is he's saying is that the forgiveness of God is being preached or taught without any repentance. And he's also uh, talking about that this grace uh, because we're forgiven, it, he's teaching, these false teachers with teaching essentially you can do what you want to do. But what we do know in Titus 2.11, it tells us that the grace of God does just the opposite. The grace of God actually teaches us to say no to ungodliness. But these false teachers were teaching that it was a license to sin, a license for immorality. Paul deals with this in Romans. He says, should we continue to sin? He says, by no means we should. So essentially Jude is talking about these false teachers, uh, their damaging words, their damaging teaching in uh, among this church and among the churches. So he's compelled to write about them. He says that they reject authority, uh, that they're full of immorality, and they even reject Christ Jesus as Lord. He actually gives examples again. He says they fold into the way, they remind, there's a reminder uh, when they, he sees these false teachers to Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah had fell into sexual immorality and perversion. They were destroyed. He also uh, gives us a reminder about when God led the people out of Egypt during the Exodus. And those who didn't believe were ultimately destroyed. They, were, they died uh, in the wilderness. He also talks about the angels who did not keep their position. Those who, who left, a third of the angels who left with Satan uh, and, and uh, captured and captured in his army and went forth with Satan and didn't hold or retain their position. 
he uses these examples to, to really show the folly of these teachers and the fact that they are subject to the same destruction. Uh, he calls them dreamers, uh, meaning that they've lost touch with reality. Uh, not only that, he says these ungodly false teachers, there's some signs that they show off. One is they pollute their own bodies, they reject authority, and they heap abuse or they slander celestial beings. Now, what we, we see in the passage that Jude talks about, he says, even Michael, the archangel, who was the uh, highest angel, was the, uh, the commander of the, uh, the forces, the captain of, of the, heavenly, uh, the heavenly host, um, Jude, God being the commander of the heavenly host, but Michael didn't even bring a accusation against Satan when Michael was disputing over the body of Moses. He just said, may the Lord rebuke you. And that's all he said. He said, these, these false teachers slander anything that they don't know. But he also said, too, which probably wraps up and really capsulizes what he thought of these false teachers, is that they were irrational and they acted just like animals instinctually as when they went about in their teaching, in their ways as well. So the, the message that Jude has given us here is that these false teachers are damaging to the body of Christ and that we need to defend the faith. We need to, uh, when the false teaching comes around, we need not just accept it, especially when we know the truth of Jesus Christ, when we know the clear, unadulterated, pure truth of Christ, we need to stand up and contend for the faith. That word contend actually is a word that's connected with our word agonize in the English language. Agonize for the faith. Uh, not just stand idly by or passively by and allow the false teachers to continue to, to shed their lies in untruth and falsehood uh, into uh, the body of Christ. We need to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered, entrusted to us as believers Are you agonizing for the faith that was once for all delivered and entrusted to you? Are you contending for the faith that Jew talks about? Or are you passively just kind of going on your way and, and being blown around by any wind of teaching? Paul said when he knew he was about to die, he says, I've fought the good fight. I've kept the faith and I've finished the race. Are you fighting the good fight? Are you keeping the faith so that when you finish the race, you'll be able to stand before Christ 
unashamedly. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for this time. We thank you, Lord, for your word, the truth of your word, the power of your word. Lord, I pray for all those in the sound of my voice that they will receive what Jude is saying by the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, that we might know and we might begin to contend for the faith that we received in Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, Lichia Fardo and Stepping in Rosa, CGM.